Hello, and welcome to Be Intentional, the podcast that talks about marketing, mindset, and what it takes to be an impactful entrepreneur. So today we are going to talk about one of the most important aspects of any business, and that is customer appreciation. Yes, customer appreciation, because if a customer doesn't feel like you appreciate them, they are not going to do business with you. No one wants to be in a place that someone else doesn't want them there. It's uncomfortable, doesn't feel right. And so if you give your customer, even if you haven't even acquired that customer, your potential customer, that feeling, they're not going to want to be around you. So today's guest has a business that just that does just that, that appreciates customers potential customers, as well as your existing customers. So let's get right into it. So happy to have you on the show, Swire Ho. Hello, everyone. My name is Swire Ho. People also call me the promo guy. I'm a promotional product consultant. When people think about my industry, they think about pens, giveaway, and a lot of people call them swag, which stands for stuff we all get. I actually don't use that word. For my approach, what we do is uh, my job is to help customer grow sales, retain employees, and thank their customer with custom branded products. Love to share more examples and talk to you about that, Josh. Day. Well, we're so honored to have you here with us. And uh, I'm sure you have so much knowledge on that because those fine personal touches really do make all the difference. How someone using your product was able to connect with their customer in a real way. Yeah, since the listener for your show will probably get this example uh, better than most, it's because when, let's say, you wanted to uh, do a Google Ads, you find out exactly who you want to target, what kind of keywords uh, you wanted to show up right for the ad. So you get really specific when you do like digital marketing. Uh, but when you do promotional product, oh, I just want a pen, right? I want everyone to have my pen with my logo, phone number, email addresses on it. Mm-hmm. And that was it. But I asked them, who do you target? You know, who who do, would you like to receive it from? Who are your ideal client? Please tell me more. Because, for example, uh, we have access to over 10,000 different items available to us. There are some that are going to connect with Josh more. And there are some items that will connect with you and I different because we're all different. The more you, that you can tell us about your ideal client, who they are, what kind of job title, how they intend to use that product, the better that we can help you to search for that perfect item that you want. This ties into the value-based on our third framework piece. We talk about making sure that you make that real connection and it's not just something that you do just to do it. And so this is a company that cares about the end user. When a company cares about your customer, it's easier to care about them, right? And so tell us a little bit more about what it takes to find the right customer and being able to match a product with the target audience. So let's go through the sales cycle and I can give you different examples along the way, right? The first you know, step for most uh, businesses will be when you're prospecting, right? When you're finding a new lead or you know, try to uh, attract new clients to uh, come look at your product and services. So uh, for example, you want to go at a trade show or uh, you're trying to go to a presentation. Instead of just randomly give people another pen that they might not need, uh, think about what kind of job title that they have. You know, where do they spend most of the day? You know, for example, if it is something that uh, an executive who spend most uh, time behind the desk, what kind of item that you can give them with your logo on it 
you know, that you can, that they will use happily. For right now, since COVID, we've been doing a lot of Zoom calls. So we got to have a um, video camera. You know, so a right. webcam cover is actually very inexpensive. Have your logos on it. If they actually put it on their camera, they will actually see your logo every single day. You know, mm -hmm. so something that goods for a desktop, uh, maybe for if you're a service-based business, right? You are, let's say, a personal injury attorney. You know, they are targeting local, uh, you know, residents, you know, who might get, you know, refer you uh, new businesses. So uh, even a fridge magnet might be useful. A calendar would actually be very good because if I give you a wall calendar and my logo, my information is going to be displayed for the next 12 months. So I like to ask a client to think about their return on investment, you know, for the amount that you spend purchasing that item, how, what kind of return do you have and what, how we measure it is the return on impression. We call it. So a, a toe back is uh, very useful when you see the example. And then also a, a calendar, which goes on to people's wall and home will be very valuable because, you know, they see it every single day. I love that. Yeah. And, and that ties into what we're talking about with marketing, right? So making sure that your marketing does a lot of the selling for you because you stay top of mind, which is amazing. And we love that. Um, and so what, what about when, um, to for customer retention because I know some of some of the people here talk we were talking a little bit about that a few weeks ago about customer retention and being able to use these these touches to be able to kind of help the customer remind them why they should continue to do business with you or to continue that relationship and that you haven't just forgot about them. I, I love that, Josh. Uh, you know. Very glad that you mentioned it because most company that I talk to, they would spend a lot of money for inquiring a new customer. But if you ask them sometime, how much do you spend to retain your client? A lot of time, even for big company will tell you it's zero, <laughs> nothing. Wow. You know, once we get them in the door and we don't really do anything, right? To make sure that they're happy. <laughs> we don't really spend any uh, marketing dollar to do that. To, for me, is a missed opportunity because you know right. the because you already have the relationship with that client. You know, so the, the initial sales process, depending on how long your sales cycle will be, you don't have to do that already. Then they already know who you are. They have used your product and services. So what I would suggest, you know, listener to do is uh, to create a, a, an onboarding kit. For example, mm. if you're a service-based business, then you're selling it to a larger uh, client of yours. You know. Are there other departments who could use your product and services? With that onboarding kit, you can make sure that your point of contact is happy with what you are doing. And then you can only have that kit to open up more dialogue with them to ask. And you have, you should do your research. Do you think, uh, Susie at the marketing department or, uh, from HR can use our services? Would you mind to do an introduction for us? So by giving them that onboarding kit, you know, they're happy with you, right? You're sending them nice gifts and then they will be more willing, especially when you ask them, you know, right after you close the sale or your services for that additional relationship, you'll be surprised right. how willingly and how easy for you to connect with additional contact, you know, within a big corporation. Right, right. And that's, that's all a part of networking, right? So being able to, to network and talk to them and then also build that relationship and be able to expand on that relationship is a huge key in business.
So something that I know that we're going to get a question on is when you're buying promotional products like this, buying in bulk, buying in, in small quantities, that, that type of buying process and power, um, you know, when you're just starting out or when you have a decent sized marketing budget, how do you determine how many people should be getting that product? Well, we should all have a list, right? We should all have a list for our top 10 client, which means that in dollar terms, revenue terms, uh, they spend the most money. These are your VIPs. You should know yeah. your top 10 client ins and outs. For example, if you're starting out, you know, so you might not have the, the perfect client that you have. I, you know, I do this myself all the time. What, who are my ideal client? Who, who is my dream client that I don't have right now? What kind of revenue level are they in? How many uh, employees do they have? You know, what kind of challenges do they have? What can I do to solve the problem? So I actually build and write down all the elements that I, I have in my head available. So I can say, if they are a $10 million com uh, dollar company, this is probably where they should hang out. Or if, you know, they are a service-based business, always on the go, this is probably the expo that they, they will be there. Or if it's a local, local business, they're probably at the Chamber of Commerce at the luncheon. So I know that where my dream client will probably be at. And I actually go to those locations and I network and I also, um, be friends with those people to make a, a impact for myself. So, uh, you have to first answer that question and then promotional product is an additional tools that can help you to brand yourself, um, to able to make a name because I want to give you an example, right? For a listener who are, who is listening to this podcast right now, how many promotional product company can you name? Probably none, right? Or even substitute to your industry for people who might not be in your industry. They probably can, cannot name five companies. Can you name five doctors available? Probably can. So, but the one that you could recall from uh, your experience, from your memory, they probably have done some type of branding, some type of marketing. You might see that billboard. You might see their digital ads. So you have to be consistent. Like you talk about, uh, Josh, you know, you have to go through the eight touch points, right? Think of promotional product is maybe two to three touch points that you encounter before you can really register. Oh, this company is good at what they do. Oh, this company is really pride themselves for uh, luxuries, for professionalism. So uh, because this could enhance the effort. You know, imagine your service-based business, you're going into homes, for example, to uh, serve your clients. They might have talked to three to five other companies. How do you make uh, a better impression compared to your competitor? What kind of things can you leave behind that when they actually need your product and services, you're the first one that they will call? Right. That's exactly right. I agree with that because staying top of mind is half the battle, right? <laughs> Especially with how much, how fast technology moves. Now, I, I love what you said when you said that you go where they are. When you when you think of your ideal client, you have to go where they are. And if that's, you know, other businesses in the chamber of, of commerce, we, we talk about, uh, how doing things in person, having physical touch points, like a physical product, you know, that being in person, how that speeds up that no like and trustability with people. When you see someone online, when you come across their stuff digitally, there's a little bit more of a bridge that you have to cross in order to be able to build that relationship with them. Has that been your experience as well? 
Yeah, it depends on, you know, your industry, but then you can never be, you know, you can always be more impressive, you know, when you think about, you know, you, you have to define who you are as a company. Are you, uh, what your, what do you stand behind? What is your value? Like you are, you know, mentioning, Josh, um, are your product, if you're buying promotional product, are your product able to enhance that value? If I am safety and if I am eco-friendly, are you buying product from me that has five different plastic wrap to it? Are you buying oh, a yeah. eco-friendly promotional product that your audience can actually relate to your message? Sometimes uh, we like to buy what we like to buy, but we're not thinking if our client want, actually wanted to receive it. So that's a big difference. I love that. I love that. You're exactly right because there are so many times when we don't think about that, right? We think we don't see it from the customer's point of view. We see it from our point of view. Um, is there a time that you've that you've noticed that that actually has made a big difference? Yeah, actually, a recent uh, good example that I like to highlight is um, you know a uh, commercial cleaning company contacted us. You know, so what they do is they uh, they clean offices after hours when the uh, when they're not in use. Um, their regular client they told me uh, pay them about anything from a thousand to two thousand per month. So each account that they will sign on will be about fifteen to twenty thousand dollar annually. And they actually are a, a smaller company, so they can only afford to spend $3,000, right, for the marketing and promotional product effort. Um, they originally approached me trying to say, we're $3,000. What is the things that we can buy the most, right? We wanted to target all the facility manager, all the client, and flush them with the item. So once we talk about and identify the uh, target audience, which is actually a facility manager or the uh, real estate uh, management company who manage the offices, uh, we identified that they don't need to send that money, uh, that, that many people. They just need to focus on a certain individual. So instead of doing uh, $3,000 on a lot of things, we uh, limit it to 20 specialized kit. So that means that oh. we're spending $150 per box, which they could spend and be very creative on what they have uh, in the kit. And we actually made a custom printed box with uh, uh -huh. mess custom messages that they have uh, printed around the box. It's sanitize, clean, integrity, and all the value that they have in the box. And when they open the box, we actually put some creative product in there for them. Since they're in the cleaning business, we, we have put a desktop vacuum in there because we know that facility manager work behind the desk all day. So this is a fun, creative message that you will never buy a desktop vacuum for yourself. That we know. <laughs> and then since we are in COVID, and since maybe I'm the only one who does that and nobody will, uh, take our, my phone into the toilet. Our phone is really dirty, and we know yeah. that. So we actually included a UVCC sanitizer, which could actually sanitize your, your phone and charge your phone at the same time. So this is the most love gift that they have. Then they actually present this to a box uh, as an onboarding gift to the facility manager. And then they actually use um, the strategy that I told you about asking for other facility because some of the facility manager manage multi uh, buildings. So they actually okay. use that to create more conversation so that $150 uh, spending lead on to additional clients for them, which, you know, each client is $20,000. Wow, that's great. So doing your homework and your research on this really 
really helps. So being very specific rather than just blanketing like they had originally thought, blanketing the, the entire industry in their in their area, being very specific and doing your homework, it, it seems like it was a game changer for them. I, I think so. I, I do think so because but sometimes it's scary, right? You know, when we do marketing, we wanted to target everyone, right? right? If you're a restaurant, everybody eats, right? But then <laughs> if you dig deeper, not everyone will want, you know, your type of food at that particular night. Or maybe people want to pay more to have a good uh environment. Or they I like football. I want to go to a, a football that serves beer and pizza. So you, yeah. you got to be more specific because if you're messaging to everyone, you're messaging to no one. So right. don't be afraid to go to your niche, find who your values are, and accept that not everyone can be your customer. I love that. That's exactly what we teach. I love that. That's so in line with what we teach. So practical question. So what is typically the amount of marketing budget that you see on on physical gifts, on promotion material? Well, according to the Small Business Administration, uh, they suggest that a business, uh, depending on their uh, revenue, they should spend anywhere from 10% to 15% annually on their marketing budget. So that could also, you divide it onto digital marketing, uh, other marketing form that you do, and then for promotional product. And I'll specifically suggest uh, for companies who are thinking about doing promotional product, do you plan it out for next year, you know, it's a good time right now. Uh, you could plan out for 2022. Are you going to trade shows? Are you attending events? Or are you uh, going now door to door to talk to your client? Plan it out, you know, see, maybe it could be seasonal, or maybe they're uh, going into a high season of your particular industry. So you probably wanted to plan it out then to come to us when you need it, you know, because not yeah. only you save money by planning it out, all of us like to buy things on sale. So if you actually come to us, buy uh, jackets when it's summer, it's actually better price And if you buy it right now. Or if you start printing your calendar in June, no one is doing that. So you actually uh, save money. You have more rooms to work on your creatives. So do plan it out. And just like when you do digital marketing, you have to plan out your strategy also in promotional product, we can help you uh, plan out for the specific goals that you're looking for. A part of your marketing strategy should have should include physical product, but not only to acquire new customers, but also for your retention of them. And so if you put that as part of your marketing strategy and you have a well-rounded marketing strategy, I would even recommend that sometimes it's nice to get a gift when people aren't expecting it. It's nice when you do it on the off season. It saves you a little bit of money. It also lets you show your customers and show your potential customers how much you care and how much you're actually thinking of them. Um, when you go with the flow, you kind of get lost in the waves. And so being able to add value throughout the whole year, if you plan it ahead, you can do this in a strategic way that really, really will benefit you. With product, with physical product, is there a certain type that you see that does really well? Because I, I can see right now that there's going to be a few people who are going to go, okay, I'm going to go in here. I'm going to look at this stuff. It's going to be really overwhelming. I know that, uh, you know that I'm working with customers. If I'm a car detailer or I'm in a mechanic or, uh, or like you said, I have a restaurant and it's all 
you know, I know a little bit of specific, but I'm not sure if to get someone something big, something small, something. Is there any type of tips when they come to visit your site that they should look for? Well, that's what we like to uh, develop and explore with our clients. So, and I want to touch a little bit more on social media. You know, we are all social media influencer nowadays. We all have a cell phone. <laughs> if we see something cool, something that's unique, we will take a picture and then we'll share it to our favorite social media platform. My my goal is to help my client to find an item that their audience will take a picture right away. See what they sent me. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what they sent me now. You know, I want to give you an example. I just saw this uh, online. Uh, Tesla actually made a, a cyber whistle. Uh, oh, you, yeah. We all know their cyber truck, which you know, I don't know when it's going to come out. They just make a cyber whistle. You know, it's uh, the shape of the cyber truck, but it's an actual whistle. It actually sold for $50 and it's sold oh. out. I just check. Now people are turning it on eBay for $250. Imagine wow. if can your company create a meme type item like that? People mm-hmm. actually pay for it and then they actually spread across the world. It gives them free publicity, free PR. Can you actually think of a, an item and tell us, you know, we actually produce this together to create such a buzz for your company? You don't even have to pay people to carry your product. People actually willingly to talk about your features and, and benefits on behalf of yourself. I love that. I love that. So thinking outside of the box, knowing your ideal target audience and thinking outside the box really pays off. It'll bring your marketing tenfold what you paid for it. And so things like this, it seems like you guys have a lot of a, of a personal touch. So when they come to your site, I'm assuming that that there's going to be some sort of call or some sort of follow-up because you guys seem like you guys do do uh, outside of the norm and talk to your customers and to your clients. And so if they wanted to to go to your site or wanted to connect with you, how would they go about doing that? Well, I, I love networking, so I can always be fine on LinkedIn. So if you look for Swire Ho, uh, you know, I'm on LinkedIn. If you want to see uh, some more of the work that we do, you can actually uh, Google Swire Ho, hashtag the promo guy. You'll see things that I do. Uh, and our website, uh, the best way to uh, reach out to us is garudapromo.com. It's G-A-R-U-D-A promo.com. You know, happy to explore uh, more options and learn more about your business so we could you know, provide a good solution uh, for what you need. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today on the podcast, Swire. And uh, if there is any advice or final words that you would love to leave our audience, we would love to hear them. Definitely think about who the ideal client is. You know, if you don't have your uh, dream client or ideal clients right now, make them up, put it on paper, and then really go through the exercise to find out where they are, what do they like, how would they like to buy, who are the competitors, who might be the partner that you can partner up with going for a bigger client than what you have right now. Chances are you'll be surprised. Look for a company that have similar clients with you, but don't compete directly with your business. They could potentially be a bigger partner to go after the bigger fish out there. Thank you so much. And it was a pleasure to have you on our show. So until next time, guys, bye. Thank you, Josh. Thank you for spending a little time with me today on Be Intentional Podcast. I would love to connect with you and hear about how you're applying today's message in your marketing, in your personal life, in your business. You can DM me at Josh Olmos SR, that's J O S H O L 
O-L-D-M-O-S-S-R, or LinkedIn, Joshua Oldmos, or website, josholdmossr.com. I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. And if you feel like you would benefit the listeners and that you want to be a guest on the podcast, please feel free to reach out. I would love to hear your story and what you're doing to be an intentional, impactful entrepreneur.